Hey y'all, it's your girl Samanji and welcome to the Avocado and Honey podcast where we are becoming the best version of ourselves through self-accountability and vulnerability. Go ahead and drink your water. Now let's grow together. If you haven't already, please be sure to check out the previous podcast episode. Um, I gave y'all an update on this raw diet that I've been on and just like my struggles with sticking to it. I also shared how this show, Fit to Fat to Fit, encouraged me to be a lot more gentle with myself while I'm on this raw diet. And also I shared my thoughts on the book, Outwitting the Devil. And one thing I uh, forgot to mention about that book is um, when it comes to drifting, the number one thing that could like cause us to drift is fear. And um, the number one fear that calls people to drift is fear of poverty, which makes sense. And I feel like that um, energy has been rampant since the beginning of the pandemic. Like, you know, everybody's fearful of one COVID and then fearful of just how they're gonna survive considering we were in a pandemic and people still for wanted us to pay bills and shit while we were in a pandemic. So I feel like that fear has been rampant. So it's been a lot easier to kind of like manipulate and like, you know, control people's minds in a sense. So for today's episode, I'm gonna go ahead and give y'all the tower energy. And I wanna share some things that I've been seeing on social media, which I feel is in alignment with the whole like, you know, fear and things like that. Because I feel like, you know, people are being scammed at like outrageous numbers now. It's like at an all time high and things like that. So I just wanna like share my thoughts on some things that's been going on on the internet. Not too much like tea type shit, but um, yeah. Cause I don't necessarily like to talk about current events and you know, things like that on this podcast all the time, just because like me offering my opinion on something someone else is doing is not gonna benefit anyone. So I kind of don't really see the, the point in doing that. You know, I'm trying to be mindful of the things that I share, but I'm gonna again, talk about some current events that I feel like is aligned with what I was talking about in terms of like the fear and things. And also Avocado and Honey, the podcast, we're going back to being bi-weekly y'all. Um, I got a lot going on and um, I just need more time to prepare these podcasts and to actually implement the things that I'm sharing on this podcast that I wanna do for myself. Me coming in and checking in every week is like putting and like stress on me and making me a little bit more anxious than I need to be. So we're going back to bi-weekly. I promise we're not changing anymore. So every other Wednesday, there will be a new Avocado and Honey podcast. And also in this episode, I wanna share my trip experience with y'all. I did shrooms this past week and I wanna share that experience with all, not to encourage you to do shrooms or anything. I just simply wanna share my experience. So let's go ahead and get into the tarot energy for the next two weeks. As always, I went ahead and pulled two cards before pressing record, and I'm going to read the definitions of these cards uh, via Biddy Tarot, so BiddyTarot.com. So the first card that I pulled is the Hangman in reverse. And then the second card was the Queen of Swords in reverse. Or sorry, not reverse, upright. So I'm gonna start with the Hangman's definition. The upright hanged man encourages you to pause for a moment and see things from a different perspective. Reverse, this card can show you that you know you need to hit the pause button, but you are resisting it. Instead, you fill your days with tasks and projects, keeping busy and distracting, from, and distracting yourself from the actual issue that needs your attention. Your spirit and body are asking you to slow down, but your mind keeps racing. 
Stop and rest before it's too late. The universe will only dial up the volume if you ignore it, and as a result, you may end up crashing. So as soon as you hear the call, clear your schedule and make the space so you can tune in and listen. You may already be in a position where everything has been put on hold, much to your frustration. The reversal of the hangman can indicate a time when you're getting blocked, stuck, or restricted because other people or other circumstances have left you on hold. While you feel resistant, it's important that you surrender to what is and let go of your attachment to how things should be. Be in the flow with life, even if it's not as you expect it. Seriously, when does it ever go exactly as you expect it? And loosen your grip. If your life has already been on pause for a period, the hangman reverse may come as a positive sign that you can now move forward with a new perspective and a, new, a renewed sense of energy. You may find that events line up with more ease and flow and you're ready to go again. There may have been a breakthrough or stark realization about how you need to do things differently. You've prepared to make those changes and move ahead with a, mind, with a new mindset. In a reading where a relationship is on hold, the hangman reverse suggests that you are content to wait around to a point. You realize that this relationship will evolve and due to its complexities, you cannot rush it. However, you also do not want to wait forever and you acknowledge that there will come a time when you must decide. The hangman reverse can also signal that you are stalling a decision or action. You may think you're waiting until you feel 100% ready, but guess what? You're probably never going to be 100% ready. So what are you waiting for? Take the leap, make the decision, do it before the universe decides it can't wait for you. Uh, this definitely resonates with your girl. Um, I feel like for me, it's the part where it's like, you know, you've been on pause for a moment to reflect and now you're ready to go. I mean, considering I didn't put out a podcast, it was so last week um, because I really did feel that need to just to just pause and to really just figure out like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> um, so yeah, and always, you know, remember, take what resonates and leave what don't. Don't force it if it don't, you know, feed. If the, I was about to quote um, OJ Simpson. <laughs> uh, the next card is uh, Queen of Swords Upright. The Queen of Swords combines the mental clarity and intellectual power of the suits of swords with the maturity and receptiveness of the queen. You have the gift of being able to use your intellect and unbiased judgment while also remaining flexible and open to receive input from other sources. As you lead from the head and not the heart, you are better able to discern situations without the influence of emotion. You may believe that empathy or compassion towards others will distract you from the task at hand. Instead, you prefer to know the how, what, why, where, when, and who of everything to help you make sense of your environment and better understand others. It is not that you do not care about others, but you connect with other people through an intellectual understanding rather than an emotional one. The Queen of Swords notes that you are a truth seeker. You are open to hearing the thoughts and opinions of others, but ultimately you filter that information to decipher what is true and what is not. When interacting with others, you will not tolerate, tolerate, <laughs> you will not tolerate mistruths or excessive fluff. 
You prefer to get to the heart of the matter without engaging in too much chit chat or gossip. The Queen of Swords suggests that you have an innate ability to tell it like it is. You are a quick thinker and highly perceptive, piercing through the noise and confusion to get straight to the point. There is no beating about the bush. I think it's supposed to be beating around the bush or softening of your comments, opinions, and thoughts. You are upfront and honest in your views and expect the same from others. For this reason, many people respect your opinion and come to you for advice when they need clarity. As a determined, independent, and resilient person, you have established clear boundaries and you are quick to call someone who crosses them. People do not mess with you, not because you threaten them or inflict violence, but because you set expectations up front about how you want to be mistreated. Some people might be intimidated by you, but once they get past your tough exterior and develop a sense of trust and respect, they see your softer side. I mean, if somebody is intimidated, like they ain't got shit to do with me, like you need to go within and figure out what about me makes you feel intimidated. Like, what do you feel you lack that I got? Like that shit ain't got nothing to do with me. But uh, the Queen of Swords definitely resonates with your girl. I'll, I'll take that energy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> But um, yeah, that's the energy for the next two weeks. Again, take what resonates, leave what don't. Okay, so the thing that I want to talk about that's been happening on the internet, I mentioned it in a previous episode, the daddy's girl shit. And I said it was on Twitter, but it actually is a TikTok shit. Like TikTok is like real time Mori. Like it's like a lot of fucking drama on there. Like I don't know how I keep getting over into messy TikTok, but your girl is present. And um, yeah, I want to talk about this daddy's girl. So if you're not aware, um, it's this woman. Her name is Angela, which is like, fuck. Like, why she got to have a name so close to mine? But her name is Angela. And she's like in Michigan somewhere. So she like has what people are calling a cult. And they're calling it a cult because she targets BBW women. So BBW, I believe, stands for Big Beautiful Women. So they, you know, she target, you know, larger women, black women specifically. And she basically convinces them somehow to send her their checks to cut themselves, to harm themselves in other ways. Like it's really getting out of the hand to the point where there's like legit a petition online to take her offline and i think they succeeded like i don't think her account is like available anymore and every time she makes a new one it gets deleted uh by TikTok or whoever and the reason why i got to this point is because she started targeting younger bbw black women like 17 and 16 and shit and honestly like watching i watched a piece of her live because i ended up getting on twitter sorry i keep saying twitter but TikTok. and if you're on TikTok, you know when you swipe they be just putting people lives on your for you page like even if you don't follow them and her fucking live came on my TikTok page so i like watched it a little bit just to kind of like i guess see her character and it was really just alarming because like she was giving Takashi meets like Charles Manson vibes. Hear me out. I say Takashi because she's trolling. Like she's definitely like, you know, encouraging women to do certain things. But when it comes to speaking out to the public, she's saying whatever is gonna get more people, more followers, whether it be controversial or not. And 
but she tends to go the controversial route. Like when people called out the whole 17 year old thing, she made a video saying how she really want that 17 year old, like just straight trolling. And like, that's kind of like the era we're in right now when it comes to social media, like everybody really wants to get on. So it's like by any means necessary. If you can't get on the right way, then let's go the extreme wrong. Well, I don't want to say right or wrong, but they want to go the troll way like Takashi. Like Takashi don't give a fuck what anyone calls him. And if you call him anything, he's going to highlight it just so he can get more views or listens or whatever the fuck he's listen or looking for. So with her, it's kind of that same energy. And I say the Charles Manson vibes because you're literally playing with people's hearts and shit right now. And like with Charles Manson, I'm not sure he, if he like manipulated people into relationships, but the people who followed him loved him enough to fucking kill. So, and these women that follow Angela, AKA daddy, ugh, um, they are doing crazy shit and they're going to the end of the earth to defend her. Like it's really crazy. And it's even more interesting because Angela, she is a former BBW. Like she used to be a bigger girl and then, you know, she started eating better, working out and lost a ton of weight. And now she's a little slim teen. And then she like turned into a stud um, randomly. And then now she's people's daddy online. And that's just really interesting. Like, you know, with her coming from that experience, it gives her the knowledge to say the right things to encourage these other BBW women who were in that space that she probably was once in to follow her and to do what she says. And all this comes from fucking lack of love. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like when it comes to the BBW women that she's recruiting, she's targeting bigger women who are insecure and probably feel unloved and desperately want to feel loved and which she will give them the little love that they want in return they feel like they need to repay her with that, with whatever she's asking for. And not for nothing, I used to be similar. Um, I never, you know, was easy to get in a cult because as soon as you ask for my money and shit, I'm like, you know, I, I got some questions like the queen of swords, like who, what, when, where, how? What I will say is that when I, you know, was super depressed and feeling extremely unloved, um, and if someone were to give me a little bit of attention or love, whether that be a friend or someone I'm interested in romantically, I would literally feel like I have to dedicate my life to them just because they did one good thing for me. Cause it's like, I don't know what it feels like to have someone do something for me. So when someone does something for me, then again, I go through hell and back for them. Like I'm riding for them just because you helped me out this one time. Like I had a friend Shout out to Christina, yo, my good friend um, in LA. And um, I was talking to her like in New York and some or something. Like I was going through something in New York and I called her or whatever, having like a little heart to heart conversation. And she was like, you know, you one of those people who like, I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember her exact words, but she was saying like, you know, you one of those people who like move with love type shit, you know, them genuine type real motherfuckers. But, you know, with that, you need to understand that if somebody does something for you, it's literally out of the kindness of their heart. That's it, period. It doesn't mean that you owe them anything. It doesn't mean that you have to give them your life or your earnings. Like, you know, if someone does something for you, it's simply because they choose to. And that's that's what it should be. Like, you know, you should never do something for someone um, and expect something in return. Like, you should do it just simply because you want to. And if somebody, you know, appreciates that and want to do something for you in the future, then they'll do that because they want to, not because you did it for them type shit. Like, you know? So... I feel like that's the case when it comes to this daddy's girl because 
these are real grown women. Like these women are like 30 something with kids besides like the 17 year old she was targeting. Um, like these are some grown ass women. Like some of them have kids. Like that shit was blowing my mind. And I'm just like, I can't believe how easy it is to like manipulate someone. But then again, I can't. And it all stems from just literally lack of love. So I wanna kinda say some shit on that. Like preach a little bit on the love thing. And you know, I, every time I'm on here preaching on this podcast, like you gotta know I am speaking from experience. Like I've changed so much. Like if I meet someone who I met five years ago, they're gonna be like, who the fuck are you? Like you have boundaries now? <laughs> because your girl is growing and realizing like the love that I have for myself. And that's where kind of where I want to, you know, preach a little bit because yes, as humans, we want to experience love from others. Yeah. Yes. That's a beautiful thing. We all, you know, want that in the end or eventually or something, but we have to understand that like, I don't care if your whole entire family disowned you. I don't care if all your friends switched up on you and now it's, you don't have any friends. The love you have for yourself is just as fucking valuable, you know? And like um, Natty Shep, my girl Natty Shep, who was on the four year anniversary podcast episode, you know, I follow your girl on Twitter and she be spitting and somebody tweeted something like, you know, um, basically trying to figure out the level of respect that people need to have for you. And she retweeted it saying, that you know you have to realize the lack of love and respect you have for yourself in order to even see that how other people are treating you is disrespectful and you know shit like that so i love that because that was literally the case for me like you know and that's kind of the reason why you know so many of my friendships have been like switching and ending so much because i'm evolving and i'm realizing that what i'm receiving in these relationships is not what I deserve. I deserve way more, but I couldn't, I wasn't able to see it because I felt like I deserved that because of the lack of love I have for myself. So I wanna say again, I don't care if your family disowns you. I don't care if you feel like you don't have any friends outside of yourself. The love you have for yourself is enough. The love you have from the creator is enough. The love you have from this fucking earth is enough. Like get a dog because <laughs> that dog gonna let the hell out of you and you know, keep it pushing. Like, you know what I'm saying? And once you make that switch to really treating yourself with the love that you deserve, I promise you the shit is gonna align externally. Like everyone that, not everyone, but like, you know, you're, you're gonna realize that the, the people that you meet once you make that transition are gonna be more aligned with what you feel like you deserve. Because again, if you feel like, you know, unloved and things like that and started shrinking yourself and doing things to harm yourself so someone else could love you, you're gonna continue to get that fucking energy until you realize just how powerful and amazing you are. So like this daddy's girl shit, like I just had to bring it up. I don't wanna go, actually, I'm gonna say one more thing because this shit is crazy, okay? Because it was like a recent video that popped up and I watched a little bit of it. It was like two hours long. So I just watched like a smooth, like 10 minutes or something. Like I'm not giving Angela that much energy anymore. Like I was <laughs> deep diving, not even when it first came out because I was just like so intrigued. Like, you know, like people, it's yeah, people are really being like, you know, manipulated and shit. And it's like, she created like a whole different character because it's like, 
that's not that's not you that's not you like i don't even think she's well i can't even say that but like a lot of people are saying like she's like a fake stud like you know she is literally playing a role right now probably to just pay her bills and it's so funny because like when i was like really deep into it like me and my girl tony ann was like girl look it was like tv like social media is tv now but um when it was one time where i was like in and heavy just like what the fuck is this girl doing and I went to sleep and I had a dream. <laughs> I had a dream. I've been having a lot of dreams lately, which I'm super grateful for. But this one was so funny. And I was just like, it's making sense because now it's like, okay, let me tell you the dream first. So with the dream, it was, um, it was crazy. It was me and my family and we were moving into like this house. And then the location, I can't really say, maybe Michigan, because that's where she at. And it was like a front house, back house situation in which the Angela girl lived in the back house. So once I pulled up to like meet like my auntie and stuff, I noticed her, like I noticed who she was. And then I was telling my auntie like, oh, that's that girl from TikTok. And then she heard me. So then she like started beefing with me because she probably thought like I was going to try to come for her or whatever. But I was simply just like acknowledging that I realized who this woman is. So she started coming for me. And then like, I lost it. <laughs> I was so turned up in that dream, y'all. I was like all up in her face, ready to fight. I was like, I'm ready to die. I'm talking about mine, like extreme. And then she like called the police on me and which the police came and then she went straight into victim mode, which is interesting because she's been doing that. In the video that I seen, I learned that she was like in a relationship with another woman like four years ago and i guess that person cheated on her or whatever the case may be but this angela girl lied on this woman allegedly you know i can't really confirm anything because i don't know anybody that's involved but she allegedly lies on this lied on this woman and told the police that she raped her and did all kinds of other uh things to her so now this woman is in jail she's been in jail for like four years and she got four more years to go she got eight years for this and like you know everybody is saying that she lied so now the the girl that's in jail her family is coming for angela because now angela is popular online and she's like this fucking stud she'd be having these people i didn't even share this the the most just craziest part to me like or i'll say most interesting part she'd be having these women yeah they call her daddy but they also like pray to her they call her a god. So that's what I mean with the whole Charles Manson and shit. Like once you do this and you really get a hold of people's minds that way and then you just cut them off or, you know, break their heart or whatever they may or whatever the case may be, ain't no telling how these people are gonna retaliate. Like love can make you do some crazy shit. We all know that. So that's what I'm saying. But yeah, she be having these people call her dad or daddy and God and like it was a legit video of a grown ass woman like that's god that's my baby and then somebody in the comments was like oh you're beautiful and she was like oh no 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 like don't call me don't call me beautiful like daddy don't like that and then like angela's on a lot too and she was like yeah i don't like that it's just so funny because she is like so like tiny and like not because of the size of her body but it's just like her energy too like it was just like i don't i don't understand yeah she's beautiful like you can't knock that but it's just like mm -mm. I just I don't see it so that's like why I can only come to the conclusion that she's targeting people who felt how she felt when she was a BBW and simply just manipulating them to do whatever she fucking feel like it to entertain herself or whatever the case may be and to get money to get paid like and then 
Okay, that's the last little part of it. Then I'll, I'll, I'll chill on the whole Angela shit. But um, then she has like a new girlfriend. So when her old girlfriend went to jail, she immediately had like a new girl. So everybody was just like, what the fuck is that about? Um, but with the new girl, who's actually a stud, she like on her Facebook, like shout out to the internet for doing all the work that I didn't need to do. I just watched one video and get all the scoop. But um, yeah, her current girlfriend, um, someone found their Facebook and was like showing photos of like women in the comments calling her daddy and shit like that. So it's just like, is this like a whole like little scheme so they both could get paid or like what? But again, I'm only bringing this up because it's just highlighting just how important it is to take control of your mind. Again, we are in a time and point in society where fear is running rampant, whereas fear of COVID, fear of poverty, fear of like being homeless, fear of losing a loved one is just so much fear. And when there's so much fear, it's easy to kind of be swindled, you know? And then the people who do realize that are taking advantage of what's going on right now. Hence Angela and everybody who's out here scamming people like Dana Chanel, like it's, it's really, it's really, really interesting. <laughs> so interesting. And I guess I'll go ahead and mention just a little bit on the Travis Scott incident, which was devastating like that. Shit should have never happened. Like people are calling it like some type of like devil ritual type shit. Um, but who the fuck knows? But the thing that is just alarming that happened there, like yes, Travis could have been more responsible because if you go to a show to see your favorite artist, you're gonna listen to them. So if they ask you to back up or to calm down or to chill for a little bit or to check to see if anybody's on the fucking ground, they will do that. Like I promise you, I've seen it a hundred times. Like there was a clip of ASAP Rocky who like, you know, literally stopped the show, I think at Rolling Loud and was like cussing at his fans and shit. Like back up, get that girl off the ground. Like y'all not even moshing right. Like literally directing them to chill the fuck out because they was wilding. So like fast forward to this Travis event, it's just super disheartening just because like people were fucking trampled for a fucking show, like a music, music show. And like, you know, there was like rumors of like people like being injected with drugs and stuff. Like, you know, I'm not sure if, you know, some of the people who died were due to the fact that they were injected. But I do know that most of the people that died were trampled and things like that. And, you know, experienced um, head injuries and shit. So it's just like, where is the fucking love? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if we were to move just like with love just a little bit more, we would like legit help this person up instead of running over them. Like, I cannot imagine walking, running over a whole person. And I'm definitely sending my love to anyone who was, you know, experienced that. Like the trauma that you experienced from going to fucking Astral World and then the people who lost their lives. I'm definitely sending love to their families and stuff. And then also too, it's just like, Social media, like social media can be a great thing, especially if you have a business and things like that. If you're feeling lonely, like you can definitely connect with someone on the internet. But the downside of it, again, like I mentioned earlier, everybody is in the space where they're trying to get on. And it's like by any means. So like most of the people that was at the show were doing shit just so they can like get content to go viral. Like it was like um, a medic car in the crowd and like people are on it dancing and shit while this medic is trying to go help someone. Like people are just trying to do things to go viral. And it's, it's, it's sad. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, 
we probably gonna get another fucking rude awakening like the COVID because people are wilding even more after the fucking, well, we're still in the pandemic, but after like the the heat of the pandemic, like when it was like all rampant and people didn't really know what was going on, I wouldn't be surprised if as a collective, the world collective, we experienced something else just as traumatic because we are wilding and <laughs> we need to be reminded like this ain't it. And okay, I'm gonna talk about one more thing and then I get into my shroom trip and then the GM of the week. So I've been watching or I watched a lot of episodes from this show. It's called I Am A Killer. Like I hate saying it just because, you know, when you say shit that starts with I am, it's automatically an affirmation. So I'm just like, why did they name it this? But that's the name of it. And basically this show on Netflix is they're interviewing um, people who are on death row and they're getting their story and just like what led up to them committing the crime that made them um, go to jail for life or to prison for life. So with that show, it was just really interesting. But the thing that was just like, that breaks my heart the most is that like every single person, well, almost every single person experienced a, like a very traumatic childhood. Like they were either molested, raped, beaten, and again, ultimately feeling unloved in which that's what kind of fueled most of that because if you really have the mentality that you don't give a fuck or that nobody gives a fuck about you and then you convince yourself that you don't give a fuck about you you have nothing to live for you don't give a fuck like you know you're gonna do whatever especially if you're in poverty and stuff like that so the takeaway from it is that like the world again could just use a lot more fucking love so when you see children are like Another thing that's on TikTok is like, I'm seeing a lot of black moms share content in regards to how they discipline their kid and how they treat their children. And that shit has been disheartening, especially after watching this I Am A Killer uh, show on Netflix, not saying anybody who's abused and shit as a child is gonna become a killer because you know, I experienced a lot of trauma too and I ain't no killer, but don't push me. Um, but like seeing that just again just made me realize just how much we need to fucking just move with love like you know i'll be that person i'll be that like you know while when the world is feeling like ain't shit is like worthy of life and when the world is running with fear i'll be that person that still chooses love because it's what we truly need right now so when you do see children where that be out and about or the children in your family like just some love into them give them a little compliment give them a little reassurance in themselves especially if they're a little black kid like i think that is necessary because if a kid a child can't get that love from their home i feel like they should be able to get that that love from somewhere else whether it be you know a friend um a friend of the family online or anything like and the support for some of the shit i've seen online has been beautiful like it was this one mom who was like dogging her kid out because he like ran away and like people are really like i see why he ran away like is this how you speak to him is this how you treat him so it's like i that's dope that as a collective we are really taking a stand with these children and that's the one thing i do appreciate about social media like yeah people are more like inclined to share more thinking that it's cool but then the internet will quickly let you know that what you're doing is harming your child so yeah, so the moral of this episode, y'all, is move with love. Love with your for yourself first and foremost, because if you love yourself unconditionally like I do, let me stop, but if you do love yourself unconditionally, then naturally you will exude love and treat and move with love. So you'll be giving off love naturally 
to other people. You know what I'm saying? So that's the moral of this episode because this shit is crazy. And again, y'all, I don't care if you feel like another human being outside yourself don't love you. The love you have for yourself, the love that the creator, God, whoever you worship has for you is more than enough. And I promise once you switch that mindset and start implementing boundaries and standing up for yourself, because that's all a part of the love. That's all a part of self-love, like all that shit. Don't let nobody tell you differently. Once you do that, I promise you, you're going to be in alignment with people who reflect that. The people who's going to be giving pouring into you as you pour into others. And that's another thing because people who are in those spaces where they feel unloved, they tend to over love people. Like, you know, they tend to like love bomb people because they feel like they so desperately need to feel love from outside of themselves. So they're giving it to other people in hopes that that person will give it back, which in reality, that's not always the fucking case. Like, you know, like people can take advantage and like take that love that you're getting, giving because they want to feel some love, but they don't necessarily give you that love back and they mistreat you or whatever the case may be. So just be mindful how you want to give that love to people, how that love that you so desire, make sure you're giving that love to yourself first and, and then it reflects in everything that you do. That's just period. Okay, so now let's get into the shrooms. <laughs> so November tends to be a tough month for me emotionally. Like it's a lot of shit that happened in November, a lot of birthdays of people that I miss and shit like that. So I tend to get a little bit emotional during November. So last week I felt a lot of emotions, but I couldn't really release. Like I literally just felt like I needed to cry but I couldn't cry. Like, I didn't know what that was about. Like, I was like watching sad shit and it was just not coming out. Like these tears was like, we're good. We're good in here, okay? And so I was thinking like, I should do shrooms because the last time I did shrooms when I was in New York, I had like a little session in which it was beautiful. Like I didn't even expect the tears, but I knew I was releasing them because I probably didn't really realize that I needed to release these tears with the shrooms highlighted it and was like, here you go. So I was like, let me do that again. So I got some shrooms and I, you know, did, I, I don't, I can't even tell you how many grams I did because I don't have a scale, but I know it wasn't more than three grams because I'm scared to take more than three grams. I don't think I'm, I just don't know what to expect. I mean, I'm a little scared cat. Like, let me take it one step at a time. But I did the shrooms and then like once it kicked in, you know, everything became vibrant and I just naturally felt good. Like, you know, I was just feeling so, so good. And then probably like 30 minutes, 45 minutes afterwards, like I just like sat and just started sobbing. Like I was just crying. And then like, you know, I'm crying and shit, but like in my mind, I'm like, yes, finally, like get this shit out because you don't want to hold on to this. And now you're gonna be mad for no reason and don't even know why. So like release all this shit and I'm just like crying. But then it got to a point where it's just like, all right, I'm done crying now. But then Shrooms was like, nope, we still got some shit to let out. So it was funny because like I had um, a call from like a company or something. It was like a customer service agent and they were trying to get my information. And then I'm just like, it's up, my name's Like <laughs> I was really trying to talk, but I was just so fucking emotional. And I'm just like, I'm so sorry. Like, it's just, it's just one of those days. Like <laughs> it was so funny. But then once I got those tears out, 
time. I like went to the store or something to get whatever. And it was nighttime. It wasn't that late. It was like six, but you know, the sun goes down so early now. But like I was outside and then I played Marvin Gaye, I Want You. Shout out to John for putting me back on to that song because so I was talking to him and he had a plant in the background. And then I was like, yo, I forgot how dope that song is. So then I was like, let me play this song while I'm walking to the store. And that song had me walking outside like I was in like a 70s music video. Like I was feeling amazing. You couldn't tell me nothing. Like I, people probably thought I was on some shit <laughs> because I was just like out walking and cheesing and just like vibing, like literally dancing down the street. And I love that. Like I love feeling that free, like not really giving a fuck how people see me, but I'm just like really feeling this music right now and I need to express it through this movement. <laughs> Let me go. So that was a really great experience. And then at the end of it all, like after the tears went away and then I went back to feeling good and appreciative, like I literally just sat and just was like, I just like fell in love with myself all over again. Like, I don't know what clicked or what, but I'm just like, wow, I'm really an amazing being right now. Like, it was really funny. So like, I just like, just re realized how much love I have for myself and just how proud I am of myself because I've been really doing a damn thing. And that was just such a beautiful experience. So I'll end the episode here. Again, moral of the story is, uh, we need more love. Love is the answer. Love for yourself first and foremost and love for others, yo. Like this world will simply be a better place because of it. If you wanna guess what this week's jam of the week is, go ahead. Yes, you're absolutely right. It is Marvin Gaye, I Want You because that shit is a vibe. Like, you know what, it's like a little lovey-dovey song or whatever, but it's a fucking vibe and I love it so much. Um, so yeah, before I go ahead and get into the jam of the week and play it for y'all, be sure to follow, or actually be sure to like, subscribe to Avocado and Honey and also share this episode with a friend who you feel will enjoy it. Uh, be sure to follow Avocado and Honey on all social media platforms at Avocado and Honey. Um, if you're interested in supporting me through my small business, all the hair accessories and earrings that I'm always wearing in these videos come from Shell Monies. Um, I make them all with my hands. Um, so you can go to Shell Monies on all social media platforms or shellmoneys.store to make a purchase to support your girl or just because you want some fly ass accessories. Um, you can follow my personal social media at underscore Samangi, S-M-A-N-G-I-E-E. -E. Again, my Instagram, my personal Instagram is deactivated right now. Um, I'll most likely reactivate it like towards the end of the month, probably early December. But like, I'm just enjoying this little break uh, from social media, but I am still on it. I'm active on avocado honey and shell monies, but I don't need that much energy when it comes to those compared to my personal one, because it's like, you know, I want to show love to everybody follow and I'm just invested in yeah so my personal instagram is not available but twitter and everywhere else you can find your girl on tiktok <laughs> and um yes i appreciate y'all i pray that y'all find the energy to really love upon yourself and to truly treat yourself how you treat others like you know the how you treat your best friend how you don't let them talk down upon themselves how you don't let nobody talk down upon them and how you just love them I feel like we need to have that same energy for ourselves. So let's go ahead and take whatever necessary steps so we can get there because you deserve it. You deserve it. You truly do. So let me go ahead and play the jam of the week. And as always, I do appreciate y'all. And I am so grateful that y'all are on this journey with me. Thank you.
Baby